This 710 podcast is brought to you by Francis Coppola's Diamond Collection Wines. Coppola's Diamond Collection offers the perfect wines to celebrate both big and small occasions this summer. Claret Cabernet Sauvignon is the perfect pairing with juicy burgers. And Diamond Sparkling Prosecco goes great with friends at your next garden party. Enjoy your summer with Diamond Collection Wines. Francis Ford Coppola Winery, Sonoma, California. Please drink responsibly. Bunchy's trying to do it. I'm trying to do love it's like that ad where that guy steals the megaphone and yeah. screws everything up. It's kind of an honor. Like I felt honored when he allowed me to do it. When you allowed um, me to do the love boat yell. Yeah. Wait, by the way, George, how long were, much longer do we have me. you before you're off to summer league? Uh, I am leaving Thursday night. Uh, okay. So tomorrow night after the show. Um, I, have a, I have a question for both of you television professionals mm-hmm. over there. I think, and I have become convinced because I've tried to look at myself in the camera recently, I think my head is not on straight. Like, I really think that, like, when I stare at the You may have a lean. Do I have a lean? I have a lean sometimes. Do you? Yeah, when I watch myself doing around the horn, (laughs) here here is a little behind the curtain. Like, right now, is your hat on straight? It might not be. No, it's it's more on this side. Okay. Right. Yeah. More on the right so side. It's not just my eyes. Right, right. Yeah. And I have, yeah. a, I have a lean, so you may have a lean. I think I have a lean. So I, I, but I, I also think my head is slightly... Yeah. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> I, people can't see what you're doing because it's radio. It's not a visual medium. <laughs> uh, even though we're on YouTube, but very few people can see hat. that. I go, is his head to the side? It is to the side. Okay, now it it's on side. I like a little bit to the side. It's fine. Wow. You know, it's just kind of my thing. But the... <laughs> <laughs> on on when I do around the horn behind yeah. the curtain, uh, Momo can attest to this. Yeah. We have uh, a like a two way view, right? We could see the panelists, but we yeah. can also see ourselves on a big screen. Okay. And sometimes when they're framing me, I realize, oh, I got a little bit of a lean. Yeah, yeah. Do so, you have a lean, John? I don't think so. Uh, but you know what? What I've determined is how you look on TV. A lot is dependent on who else you're on TV. Oh, hundred percent. Oh yeah, yeah. You know, for example, I remember one time. Um, Momo, you and another woman who is somewhat short. Yeah. How tall are you? 5'2". Okay. We're doing Kinda. a live shot next to Sage Steele. <laughs> oh, my and God. I remember like this. was very tall. It, yeah. Was, yeah, it, was, a, it was a Laker media day. Yes, I remember this. And it made the two of you look like Sage was a different species. Yes. I, yeah. I remember very distinctly. I was like, oh, <laughs> never doing that one again. Like, I saw right. that oh, one. It's like when and I do I go, TV with Allie Clifton. You, you right. should, oh, yeah. she's. I mean, she played college basketball. Um, you should do the box when you do with Sage. I, I, I normally do. And then yeah, Greeny, lately, Greeny uses a box. So we up. used to do. We used to, we. They always when I'm on NBA today. They like to have us go to the big LED screen. Yeah. And they have the players talk about things on the screen. And I'm like, you guys. Yeah. Just leave me out of these. Yeah. They're seven. They're like six nine. I'm five two. It looks ridiculous. Right. Well, Cap. I don't know if you got this doing football sidelines, but George. <laughs> but, wait, but your head's not on straight. I don't think it's on straight. Like no, like, John. Do you agree? Does her no. is her head not on straight? My head. Is, uh, am she's I getting no. George Sinanos. Right she's now got you a, are. She's got what a about tilt. This? Oh really? She you does. Know, does it bad, tilt? You know, in golf they tell you a little bit. Right. Yeah. Like do I need to go to the look, Cap? Look at me. A little bit. A little bit. Is it tilted? I'm yeah. trying to be straight. Which well, I think I see it tilted a little this way. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So yeah, you get little, a tilt. Just a, <laughs> yeah. But it's but it's it's only like maybe five degrees. So <laughs> but it's enough, right? So it's enough is it is it annoying? Like I Andy? need to go to the chiropractor. Or something, is it right? distracting? I'm used to it by now. Is it distracting <laughs> yeah. as a viewer to avoid to avoid the tall thing? Yeah. What I do when I'm on sidelines and I got to do the walk off interview, yeah. and John, you should have to do a shack, which is insane, right? right? I was just going to bring this up, right? Yeah. So what people, I people when they see us in person think we're shorter. Yeah, <laughs> so we're always interviewing. Really Rachel tall Nichols dudes. taught me this yeah. a long, long time ago. Love says, Rachel Nichols. When you get a seven footer, bring him to the scorers table and tell him take a load uh, off. Oh, nice, smart. So I've done that over the years. I've done it with AD and Bead. I did it with Brooke Lopez. Uh, I've done it with a bunch of the seven smart. footers. I bring them there so that way we're the same height on the camera frame. I'm just gonna show you something. Smart. It's on my phone. Yeah. I will tweet this. By the way, Cappy had a Rachel Nichols interaction. Did you hear about time. this? No. You should want to hear this. Oh, wow. Is that you and Boban? Wow. Mirasan. Nice picture. Oh, oh George. George nice picture. I mean, this is like my life. 7'7", seven, right? Seven, right? Yeah. Nice picture. We see all of him. We see his knees all the way up to his head, and we see you You're from- You're like barely above his belly button. <laughs> we, yeah. we see only- yeah. We only see like your head. So good. So the first year- <laughs> The first year Yao Ming was in Houston, <laughs> I was trying to find a way to explain just how tall Yao Ming is. He's like 7'6". Mm-hmm. 
And uh, George, you know the great Victor Smith. He yeah. was a cameraman for ESPN. Yeah, it has been it's for my years. Um, yeah, now based in Miami, he was he worked for the Lakers for twenty years. Yeah. So Vic comes up with this idea. He goes, "Hey, they tell us when all these guys show up at the arena, so we can get the walk-in shots. You know, yeah. you're watching oh, yeah. a game. You always it's see like these the catwalk. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. These guys walking in. He goes, uh, he goes, hang with me at around five o'clock. It was like a seven thirty game, and he goes." When he walks in, just walk next to him, and uh-huh. I'll, I'll put it in a two shot. <laughs> oh, so so good. I he walked in, and Yao wondered what I was up to. <laughs> Who's this guy? What's but, he doing? But literally, so he he gets out of his car, he walks up the ramp. Victor gives me the nod. <laughs> I walk in, I nod and yell, and I just keep walking. And it looked like two guys like walking into the Shark Tank. You, know, <laughs> you ever see the movie Not Twins? The People's Court? You see the movie yeah, Twins? Danny yeah. DeVito, yeah. You, yeah, that was you. Yeah. Danny DeVito right. and Arnold Schwarzenegger. Right. And I walked in, and my bosses loved it. Oh, they thought I go, funny. all right, so we were trying to, I, I was doing a live chat, told me the game. I go, we were trying to come up with a way to explain to you how tall Yao is. And standing next to Shaq, you can't tell. So I walked in with him today, and here's that tape. And they roll the tape, and everybody's like, oh, my God. Ireland barely gets up to his belt. Yeah. 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 The thing is, and, you get you if you're around the NBA world long enough, you'd get desensitized to this. Because yes. after a while... Kobe didn't feel tall to me. Right. Kobe was like yeah, almost yeah. a foot taller than me. He's six six by right. any reasonable yeah. measurement. That dude's tall. But I started getting used to like Shaq or Powell right. or Anthony Davis, like guys that are just yeah. ridiculously yeah. tall. Yeah. But like guys who are six six and under well, to let me. Let me tell you what's going to start to happen on Friday, George, when you go to Vegas. There is a picture out there right now. All I got to do is Google this. Oh, Wemby. Type in Wemby Nyama. I'm not doing that game, though, thankfully. Yeah. Tim Duncan. Yeah, uh, I've seen oh, yeah, yeah. David yeah. Robinson. Yeah, and Manu Ginobili, and right. Ginobili, and Sean Elliott. Ginobili looks like a little kid. Yeah. And he's six six. Yeah. And Duncan and Robinson, who are seven feet tall, Look like they're six feet tall, and Wenbinyama just towers over him. So that's how big Wenbinyama. Do you guys know the name of the tallest recorded male human being in the history of the world? Andre the name? Giant. Okay, Andre the Giant's no. a good guess. Yeah, but I think he would be listed at seven four. Yeah, really? Okay? Yeah, well, yeah six hundred pounds according right. to Vince McMahon. That's yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, was seven six. Right. So this is the largest. So tallest. Recorded male human being in the history of the world, according to the Guinness Book of World Records. I, I've never heard of anybody eight feet tall, so I'm going to go seven nine. Yeah, I mean, I don't know the answer. By it's the gotta way, got to be eight feet tall. <laughs> I don't, look, wait, wait, wait a minute, you brought it up, Lindsay. We did say, that do up you for know? Us. No, no, no. Look that up. Tallest, God, that's so tallest human, well, tallest the, man ever. Do you guys know the, the guy, name? Yeah, of the tall, yeah. I don't. Here, no, you? Asking us. no, here's the name. No, here, oh. here, the name of the guy, John. The guy's name was Robert Wadlow. Robert. Wadlow. Yes, you're exactly right. How tall was he, Funch? Eight foot eleven. Whoa. Whoa! How did that guy not get recruited to play in the NBA? Okay. You got to go look at the story. He was on this born guy. in 1918 and That's only how. lived oh, until 1940. Yeah. Okay. Did not live long. Yeah, young guy. When you're that tall. Yeah. Even the Celtics weren't winning championships yet. Right. You bang your Here's a photo. Would you guys want to be that tall? No, I mean, not eight eleven. No, no, but I mean even seven feet tall. No, 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 no. That's got to be six. uncomfortable. Six so six they, would be. There's a kid that lives oh, across yeah. the street from me. Yeah, who's seven feet tall. I played was the center at USF. Nice. Played basketball. Nice. And the you don't think about this, but I'm, I'm friends with his parents, and like stuff you just assume you could find easily, you can't yeah, find. Like no they way. kept he kept outgrowing shoes. Yeah. And one day I. Uh, I called Pete, the equipment manager for the Clippers. I went to the Lakers equipment manager. I said, who's our tallest guy? Or who wears the biggest shoe? He goes, Andrew Bynum, size 16. And I went, this guy's an 18. Damn. And I called Pete, the equipment manager of the Clippers. I go, hey, you got any size 18s? He goes, I can't believe you called me. DeAndre Jordan, two weeks ago, changed shoe companies. He's an 18. And I've got like 10 pairs of his shoes. Nice. I was just going to throw them out. Can you oh. co- can you come over here? Oh. Wow. And I drove over to the Clippers practice facility, pulled up to the back, and he gave me 10 pairs of wow. size 18s. How long ago was this? Five, six years. Okay, and has that kid still got brand new shoes in boxes? Oh, yeah, probably. Yeah. Oh, for sure. I mean, sure. he's playing in Europe now. Oh, really? Yeah, So, but I'm now all these kids get free yeah. stuff. You know, anyway. yeah. No, I'm interested in this guy, this through. Wadlow. No good? This guy, he was taller than his dad by the age of eight. Mm-hmm. Elementary school, they had a special desk m- m- made oh, yeah, for him. Of course, for sure. And by the time of his graduation from high school, he was eight foot four. Wow. Jeez. Dang. What? Wait, how are you going to defend that? He could dunk without jumping. Oh, man. Shoe size 37. 
my God. What? No, can't 37. be. 37. Wait, so his shoe would be three. I'm a 10. He'd be three, four times yeah. the size of right. my feet. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, Robert Wadlow. Skis, basically. In 2018. Well, but, you know, it's funny. Well, it's one of the things Jimbo, the kid that lived across the street from me, his parents had trouble finding was skis that fit. Oh, oh of yeah. course. Brass well, what's crazy, too, I mean, it's according to Wikipedia, but he kept growing into his 20s. Like, when he was 20, he grew. When he was 21, he grew. 22. Can you imagine you go to bed every night, and then the next night your feet are farther and right. farther oh, off my the goodness. end of the bed? It's but, like, like on, on top of being insanely tall, he kept growing well past when most people, people stop keep growing. growing. Yeah. yeah, that's yeah. crazy. Yeah, they right. say how he died. Uh, let's see. Okay, what so about just some sort of heart ailment? Uh, autoimmune he, like, disease or something. something. Yeah, yeah, died well, in sleep. Um, it, well, well it in, appeared, ni- in 1940, oh, they didn't have he, he had a, during a faulty brace irritated his ankle, leading to an infection. He was treated with a blood transfusion oh. and surgery, but his condition worsened due to an autoimmune di- disease. He oh died in sleep until and that oh, was it. Oh man, all right. His coffin measured ten foot nine inches. Oh, jeez. I believe it. And That's weighed better. over a thousand pounds. Damn, pricey coffin. Twelve pallbearers and eight assistants. Well, you would need him, Robert wow. Wadlow, you know, to carry that thing. Mm-hmm. Hey, did you guys hear the story uh, that we played earlier today about the pizza delivery guy? No, what happened? I heard it, but okay. yeah, go ahead. So, guy's delivering a pizza, works at DoorDash, and he's delivering a pizza in a nice neighborhood, and the woman, the pizza cost $20, the woman tipped him 5 25% tip, but she lives in such a nice house, the guy didn't appreciate not getting more. Here's what, here, the, her door cam caught this. Hi. Hello. Thank you. You're welcome. Um, I just want to say, it's a nice house for a $5 tip. <laughs> You're welcome. F*** you. Okay, so he says F you. Dude, oh, my God. Do people just <laughs> assume, have we reached the point in society where everybody assumes they're going to get tipped no matter how they behave? Yes. Because I'm dumb enough to do it. Yes. I tip no matter what. I'm the right. same way. Ma- you know, Mason, when a, when a guy did that to him once, when a guy was a jerk to him, yeah. For the tip, when the bill came, he wrote a happy face on it and wrote, smile, that's your tip. Oh, my God. I can't do it. No. But that guy certainly, that guy got fired, by the way, by DoorDash. Yeah, I wouldn't want him representing my company. Yeah. I mean, that's so rude, you know? It's not a bad tip. Happy, 25% tip. Right. That's pretty good. Maybe he thought because she lived in a nice house, she was going to give him a hundred. Like, well, I mean, what yeah. the, the hell? pizza was twenty. If he would have, if she would have given him ten, would that have made him happy? You, wait, Laura, you you would not tip in that situation no, at all. No, I'm saying that because you know, I my boyfriend did DoorDash, whatever, yeah. and he would go to million dollar homes, and he's like, I would get no tip. So the fact that this guy got a five dollar tip, like, bro, you got something. Yeah. Like, don't be mad. No one's. That's 25%, right? To, yeah. Also, like, just because somebody lives in a nice house doesn't mean, like, they need to just well, when we give you a 20 on what everything. If, They're when not, we brought not, this like, up, it we also got could a be lot not of their house. Yeah. We got a lot of feedback, <laughs> a lot of listener feedback true, that too. they find the richer the person, the smaller the tip. So I, I, I recently went to lunch with a friend of mine, and um, he's a really successful guy. And he's pretty rich dude. I mean, really rich guy, as a matter of fact. We had a very casual lunch, and we went through this line at this place. I don't remember what exactly it was called. And the lunch came out, and it was like forty dollars or something like that. And and he said, "Oh, I got it, I got it." And I said, "Naturally, I mean, right, George?" I yeah, you're the rich guy. You're like, not going to pick I up. I was the, like, I was like, well, you got an alligator arm, Kaplan right. over here. Kaplan's like, like way yeah. ahead of you, buddy. I was like, I'm offering, but I don't really mean it. So, so whatever it was, like 40. we're having a team dinner tonight. Are you going to split it with who? With me. Oh, I thought there was maybe like a three or a four-way split going on. No, no. Oh, it's me and you? Yeah. All right, let me let me think about that. I mean, Alligator Arm Kaplan won't even split the team dinner tonight. So here's the thing. So <laughs> we get this lunch, right? Let's say it's $40, and I figure, well, what are you going to leave for a tip? 20%. Eight bucks, right? That sound right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, pretty standard, yeah. right? I mean, it would have to be something really super exceptional to go above and beyond, especially in that sort of casual dining experience. Whatever. I tipped someone 30% yesterday at brunch. You are. Lunch yeah, but and they breakfast. probably did a really good job, <laughs> that's right? That's what it is. Yeah. <laughs> really. That was did nice. they do a nice job? I also have two small children that make a mess. Right. That's, that's part that, of it. Okay, so that's very nice. But this is just sort of a fast food sort of a place, right? Yeah. So I'm like, okay, eight bucks. That's what I would tip. He tipped 15% exactly. Ooh. And I thought... He's a really rich guy, and he could tip twenty five or thirty yeah. percent, no problem. Well, you know, this happened to Mason recently, and he snuck back in after the thing was over and put more money in the tip jar. Yeah. So, yeah. Right. Funny story about that. That's My nice. wife and I. God, this is a long time ago. We went. It's. It was funny because it was a July Fourth weekend. It, we were in New York City, and one of my childhood friends lived there, and we went to a bar called Whiskey Blue. Um, 
by, at the W. And we got hammered, the four right. of us. Like, ordered bottles of whiskey, like, just ran like... Up, ran up a good-sized tap. Oh, my God. So I, I couldn't even see straight, okay, at the end of the night. And I was like, I got it, I got it. So I wrote in the tip, whatever. The next morning... I happened to still have the receipt in my pocket. And I looked at it, I was like, oh, I only tipped her 10% because I couldn't do the math because I was a drunk a-hole. Right. Uh, so I, I, I called the front desk and I said, hey, I was really drunk last night, left a really crappy tip. When does your bar open and your servers get there? And they're like, this time or whatever. So I went back. We went to dinner and came back and they were open. And I walked up and I said, can I find this woman? The woman whose yeah. name's on. They're like, yeah, sure. And I'm like, here's... I gave her, I ended up giving her like 30% total because right. I was like, I com- was so wasted last night that I completely forgot. And she's like, it's no big deal. She's like, sometimes we get a lot of international people here who don't even tip at all. So it, it, I don't even like think about that, but that was very nice of you. But yeah, I was mortified. So, but the question was, do rich people tip And less? I'm not rich. But that was my point. He's like, why would I tip more than this guy? And then I thought to myself, maybe I'm over tipping. Well, no, I think I think sometimes you. What well, I my issue is like I went to Subway yesterday, and now there's this automatic option. Yeah, where like if you pay with your credit card, they go <laughs> tip uh, us more. Yeah, we have a question. There's a question for you on that. Yeah, and it'll be like fifteen, twenty, or twenty five percent. They don't give you much. And I was option. like. Or uh, custom, yeah. I mean, like, I guess you did something to make the sandwich. Okay, I guess I can tip the Subway sandwich artist, you know? But at most places, like, when I go to Dodger Stadium they, they, and they literally They've just, completely converted you. You just refer to him as a sandwich I know. artist. Yeah. But, like, when I go to Dodger <laughs> Stadium and there's, like, a question like for you or I went to the when I went to the Women's College World Series in Oklahoma yeah. City, they had that option. I'm like, all they're literally doing is handing me a drink. Like, why do I need to tip 20% yeah, on that? Why? Tell me why. What is that? Yeah, because they're putting yeah. it in your face and they're guilting you. Yeah, and like, I feel hey, like a bad person right. if I don't tip You don't the, tip me 20%? The, yeah. Cheapskate? Could, I mean, it's heck? like a $5 Coke. You couldn't give me a dollar? Yeah, I know. It's, it's weird on people not tip. So I have a parenting question. Okay. All right. So for part of, I'm going to Summer League for the first four days and then I'm coming back for the championship rounds. I'm going to come back here, do shows, and go to the softball thing. But I'm taking the wife and the kids yeah. to Vegas. Which part? Early part, late part? The beginning part. Okay. So they'll come to the arena for a little bit or whatever, but they're going to do pool time. What else can they do in Vegas while I'm at these games? Oh, work? dude, go to Circus Circus first and foremost. Does it still exist? I, th- I don't know, man. That's what I did when my kids were a little. little. Sketch, There's, no, I it's think not they sketch. Have, uh, wait, I think they may have blown it it's up, not Cap. Sketch. It was, it used <laughs> be, says it's sketch. It so. used to be the home of the 13-inch buffet plate. Okay. I would normally say great I idea. It was all you. amusement parks inside. It was there's great. This, uh, there's this area over by MGM, Yeah. and there's an M&M store and a Coca-Cola store. Oh, forget it. That's it. We're good. Yeah, Yeah. and I think a couple of roller coasters there, too. But that's right on... Yeah, I'm going to see if I can get Wemby to take a picture with Mateo. That'd be yeah. great. Yeah, that's oh, that'd good. be awesome. Yeah, like, I mean, like, that'd there's the, the, the Coca-Cola stores because they have like, Cokes from all around the world mm. or the M&M store they have from all it's around the world. just what it's your kid needs stuff. is more sugar. Yeah. yeah. Mateo, give yeah. Mateo M&M's and Cokes. He had fish food, it. Ben and Jerry's ice cream yesterday. Oh, wow. I love fish that's food. That's delicious. Stuff. Fish food that's is good. so good. delicious. Fish food is so good. Daniel likes that birthday cake Oh, it's got, it's chocolate. Marshmallow, caramel with gold. Like it's you know, the, fish. The band fish. P H I S. Yeah, 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 yeah. And the and the the little fish inside are fudge. Yeah, beautiful. Oh, that sounds good. Andy yeah. knows. All right, coming up next, both They're of them in studio. Sedano and Cap, ESPN LA. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. With everyone fighting for attention, how can your business stand out and connect with customers? Easy. Get Constant Contact. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has helped millions of small businesses stand out, stay top of mind, and see big results. Fast. Constant Contact makes it easy to promote your business with powerful tools like email and SMS marketing, social media posting, and even events management. With Constant Contact, you'll reach new audiences, grow your customer list, and communicate more effectively to sell more, raise more, and fast-track growth. Don't know much about marketing? No sweat. Constant Contact's writing assistance tools and automation features help you say the right thing at the right time, every time. 
Plus, you can send with confidence, knowing your emails are actually reaching your customers thanks to Constant Contact's best-in-class 97% deliverability rate. Tackle any challenge with Constant Contact's expert live customer support. Plus, everything's backed by their 30-day money-back guarantee. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Just go to ConstantContact.com right now. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. ConstantContact.com. Back from the 4th of July. Not weekend, but just our 4th of July Tuesday. Yeah. You ready, Cappy? Shit out of cap. Your Wednesday afternoon. Boop, right now. Maybe that's what I need. I need to do that today. Now I feel better already. There you have it. Hello, Christopher. Good afternoon, as the other show says. It's Lou. No, just a little taste today. Tomorrow we will be doing lit across the board. Oh, yeah. Live Imaging Thursday. Nice. Everybody have a good 4th of July? An amazing 4th of July. Really? Yeah, it was nice. I think my head is still ringing, though, from all the fireworks in the neighborhood. Yeah. I saw what is you. It, how much do people spend on it was fireworks going on. now? The whole city was, like, foggy today when you drive around. Like it, was, it can't be cheap, right? No. Plus, it's dangerous as all hell, man. Well, I don't even want to get into that. Seriously, though. But and until just, all hours of the night, too. Like, like 2 o'clock in the morning, you're like, yo, hey. Uh, can you not the, set that M80 off? Yeah, it, it's the 5th of July, Jack. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right? It, it, midnight, that's it. That's where it ends. I, I, tr- I like to put Independence Day on, the movie. Mm-hmm. So I put it on the backyard, the big screen over nice, the pool. You know, nice, the, yeah. the, the, the season, of course. Right. And I didn't hear any of them. No. Because it's just... No, boom. 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 And you see the flashpoints going yeah. off the house. Bam. Yeah. yeah. Bam! Yeah. All night long. I understand. It was late. I, I put on the white noise machine yesterday. Oh, What's really? the white noise machine? Is it play just... like Mason and Ireland? <laughs> that wasn't an insult. That was that good. Would be a compliment. No, it was good. It was good. So, you know, easy I, layup. I put it on, and that way I just, I don't hear the, you don't even hear the, the boom, you boom, don't hear boom, boom all night. Yeah. yeah. Um, so let me ask you guys a question. Did you guys watch the Nathan's hot dog eating championship I did yesterday? not, because when I went to watch it, it was in a delay. So same. I was like, forget it, I'm out. And then by the time I got the alert that it was happening, I was somewhere else. I totally am in the same boat. I thought to myself, wow, the ratings are are going to take such a dip because all of us are sitting on our couches all throughout America waiting for well, Joey Chestnut. In the, in the morning here. So there's right, 9 a.m. I'm sitting on my couch. Right. I saw highlights son. of the woman that won, the woman's eating contest. You did. You saw that. I saw the highlight. Yeah. Okay. Um, did you happen to notice like any of their like style or their fundamentals of how they do this? Because here's the thing about yesterday, being 4th of July. Um, Joey Chestnut was supposed to be going for a record yesterday. Did you know this? I did not. Yeah. Oh, how many in a row he was going to well, win? The all-time record is 76 dogs. He's oh. always going for a record. Well, right? and last year he was in a boot, so he only did like 68 or something like that. So the all-time record is... What kind is, of boot? Like a, like a boot, like he had busted his foot. Yeah. But does that affect your eating? I mean, it could be pain no, tolerance. No, 100% it does. Are you pushing off the foot to eat? I'm just saying. If, you don't, if you're not properly balanced I'm just okay, wondering. while competitively eating... So like, okay, well, I'm standing up. Yeah, okay. So if I have a bad hoof... Right. I yeah. can't push down right. like in your golf right. swing. You push for power. You, Perhaps. You see, I got to tell you, man, that's good analysis of athleticism. <laughs> so, so in the case of Chestnut, yes. he's going for the all-time record of 80. But here's what happens. It's raining. There's lightning. It's hot as hell. It's humid. Mm-hmm. Um, and, by the way, now we're in a delay. And I've trained my stomach to expand at a certain time of day. And now with the extra humidity and all the heat and the rain and the time change, and don't forget about what it does to your mind, because you're a pro and you planned on when you were going to be eating, for how long, you had everything ready to go, and they they delay it. Do you think he ate dinner last night? Oh, God, no. Who? Joey Joey Chestnut. Chestnut. Oh, probably not. Says it takes him four days, four days to to get back, to get back to normal. 62 dogs yesterday. With bun. Right. Now, do you want to hear all the data on this? Because I mean, that's more of a Sedano decision than mine. Go okay. ahead. I mean, feel free. <laughs> 17,920 calories. Yikes. 1,860 milligrams of cholesterol. Okay. 124 grams of sugar. It's a lot of sugar. Yeah. and That's uh, probably the scariest part of all that. 372 yeah. grams of saturated fat. Yeah, it burns right off. You could handle that, no yeah, problem. It burns out. Yeah. It burns out. But this is the 4th of July yesterday. This poor guy, Joey Chesnut, think about him as a professional goat. 
of of eating. But he won. I don't understand. What's the story? But he couldn't get to the record because of the conditions. But next year he might. But the conditions dictated such yeah. that he was down so many dogs. I Ten feel dogs like, about, right? I yeah, feel like the, the fact that we never got him versus Kobayashi is really a travesty. Yeah, like you never saw like that Tiger Phil rivalry well, we materialize. Never had, they were like the magic and bird right. of, of competitive eating, mm-hmm. but they didn't actually play against mm-hmm. each other. Never really happened. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever happened to Kobayashi? Is he gone? Wait, didn't didn't Joey he just is, well, like, win com- it from him in the comp- Sorry, him in the competitive eating group, the major league eating, they had a, a fallout. Oh, really? So he did his own thing. Philosophical differences. Yeah. Irreconcilable differences. Wow. Lindsay, go ahead. Didn't he, Joey Chestnut, took the belt from Kobayashi? You're saying they never faced well, each other? Well, they never faced each other for a rematch. Oh. Right, they've only faced each other that one time. Oh, yeah, the one time. What was that, 2015? Whenever his first, his first win. Yeah, I think 2015. Oh, yeah. no, it was earlier than that because he's got eight wins, then he lost a couple, then he came back for eight more wins. Right. You understand? 2015, how do you know that? I, I was really making it up. Am I right? Am I right? No, I was, it, was, it was 2007. Oh, okay. See, I said it had to be earlier. Yeah, you're so right. I just made it up. I you're went 2015 right. like anybody was going to really do a fact check. He, his closest he's come since then was um, beating by two dogs in mm-hmm. 2015 to Matt Stoney. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The great Matt Stoney, of course. Great. Great Matt Stoney. All right. Well, it sounds like everybody here had a very nice 4th of July. You posted I, very nice pictures with Rachel. So it looks like you guys had a nice 4th. We did have a nice 4th, but I, can I make a political statement? Uh, probably not, but go ahead. I mean, I don't want to make George uncomfortable, but I, I really think I, I mean, need to make a political statement. Sure. You sure? Go ahead. All right, here goes. Listen, I need to speak to the federal government, okay? If if the 4th of July falls on a Tuesday, I argued that we should have Monday off and Tuesday off. Well, guess what? I stand corrected, okay? We should have off Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday. Because Wednesday, you have to recover from a holiday like the 4th of July. I mean, are you going to do this thing about where we should also have the Monday after the Super Bowl as a holiday? I've never really been a huge proponent of that because I'm selfish because on Monday I want to get back on the radio and talk about it. How about Super Bowl Saturday then? No, we have that. You know, next year it's going to be on a Thursday. The Super Bowl? No, 4th of July. Right. So Super Bowl will not, but 4th of July will be. So So what are you going to... Thursday, Friday. Friday Thursday, Friday. I'm putting in now. I'm all for it. Okay, I just wanted to say, federal government, do better. You can't be having the 4th of July on a Tuesday and expect us to work Monday, be off Tuesday, party Tuesday, celebrate America and freedom, and come back to work on Wednesday. And then, by the way, Thursday, Friday aren't productive days. This week's shot. Yeah. Okay. That's a good statement. That statement makes me proud to be an American. Does it make you proud to be an American? Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Do we have some proud to be an American music in there? That's what I was doing last night. I literally took my phone, and when the fireworks were going off, what's his name, Lee Greenwood? I'm proud to be an American, where at least I know. There you go. Wow. Now give give your speech again. Hey, federal government, do better. (laughs) We just celebrated, uh, what was this? What year is this? This is 2023. No, no. What year of our centennial? 200 and something. Okay. 1776, right? (laughs) Can anybody do that math? It's called a computer. You have your phone right there. Oh. <laughs> I'm just saying. You're like right there. I only know old school math. I don't know if I'll be able to figure this out. Let me think about this. What, is, what, is, what is it you're trying George, help me. What year you? is this of the country? Is this 200 and... Uh, well, if it was 1776. Mine is 1776. Right? Yeah. I've got 247 years. So in our 247th yes. year. So in 2026, it'll be the big one. 250. Oh, oh. hell yeah. Oh. Can you imagine... I had to look into my calendar and find out what day the 4th of July is <laughs> yeah, in, in 2026. Yeah, because absolutely. seriously, I got to put in for vacation time now. If it's on a Tuesday, I'm off Monday, Oh, no, Tuesday, it's a Saturday. Oh, oh, gosh, that's great. <laughs> Let's start the worse. planning now. 2026 for yeah. the 250th you'll get, year? You'll get the third off, yeah. which is a Friday, right. as oh, the federal yeah. holiday. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the <Okay>. big 250. <laughs> yeah. Yes! There you go. Where I can complain about days off. There you have it. All right. I'm feeling better now. Thank you, everybody. Did you do a lot of cocktailing? Yeah, yesterday. That Bondala bottle I bought on Saturday of yeah. the, the extra gone? NAO, it's, it's got a few drops back in there, yeah. but it was a long yeah. weekend. Yeah. Hey, nice job getting out and supporting you the sponsors. You mean actually supporting our partners? As, you know, buying them as opposed Versus to you? M- mooching it. Yes. Yeah. Right. That was a good job by you. Because I have felt like a certain amount of ownership to that. Uh-huh. I felt Ooh. like I helped Mandala sell a bottle to someone who felt guilty about me getting a bottle. So I felt like I was part of the sale. Like I should be commissioned almost. Did you, you, know? did you enjoy any over the weekend? Any oh, mandala? Absolutely. Oh, beautiful. Yeah. 
I had the reposado, the añejo, and the extra añejo. Bam! And That's a little a, blanco, actually, oh, on Friday. Oh, went all four. Yeah, on Friday. Not all on the same day, but on Friday. Um, Cappy, dead <laughs> yeah. meow five. Yeah, what's his story? In the Sedano and Cap circle of trust. Yeah. Says Cappy should do better and just put in PTO for all the days around Independence Day instead of asking the government for handouts. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. I see. I feel you, dead meow. That's, that seems like fair criticism to I, me. I feel like it's like a very cruel joke to be like, oh, it's the weekend, holiday weekend, woo, and then everybody has to go back to work for one day, and then for one day, pretend it's the weekend again, and then you're back at work, and it just doesn't make sense. Yeah, but it's funny. not just the weekend, it's Saturday, not Sunday. Yesterday was Saturday. Yesterday was the day you get crazy. Today's the day you recover. Today's supposed to be Sunday. I just think Monday should have just been like, you know, just just have, just take Monday off. We've got to be off. No, nah, Wednesday too now. I'd trade, actually. Anyway, that's what I wanted to say. I just wanted to make a political statement. Did you know War, producer Laura had a popping weekend, too? Tell me. Spent some Disneyland time, right? Oh, oh I yeah. saw that with oh, the, yeah. uh, the nieces Los, and the nephews. I went Ninos. twice. Mm-hmm. I went twice? Twice? Say, didn't you go last yeah. weekend? So I w- no, no. I went on Saturday with five kids. Mm-hmm. And Not your own kids, though. No, no. no kids, I no. have no kids. Okay. And then, so that was fine. You know, we only had one first aid incident. So I feel like I did very well. Okay. And then uh, yesterday, I was like, well, I don't know what to do. And I'm like, oh, let's go to Disneyland. So we ended up going to Disneyland for a little bit. I don't understand how you do that. So I once went on the 4th of July. It was actually not bad. It really wasn't? I've gone a few times and it's never been busy. It it was, I, I was very pleasantly surprised how we got to do, because we got there like at 4 p.m. And we did a lot of the big rides at Disney. We didn't see the fireworks because we were in the Blue Bayou. No. Oh. Um, so we ended up getting, because it's hard to get in there, yeah. man, like to get reservations in there. So the fact that we were able to walk in with five people and, and have You know the Blue Bayou, Cappy? No, and that's, I'll tell you. It, oh, this I was going to tell you. but Tell me. Go, no, go ahead. <laughs> I want to hear about the Blue Bayou. Tell that's me. That's the restaurant you see during Pirates of the Caribbean. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, I know. No. Yeah, no, no, I don't no. think I've ever been there though. No, I've only gone by when I was in the Pirates of the Caribbean. Right, but I just got to say one thing. I don't know how you do it, and I don't uh-huh. mean like Fourth of July because I went on Christmas Eve and I had the time of my life. But what I really mean is, I actually don't know how you do it. Like I must have some sort of way to get into Disneyland or get a discount to Disneyland, and because I don't know how to do it, I don't use it. it you just have a pass. Yeah, you Cap, go for free. We, we've your, your, your ID works. It. Yeah, you have to make a reservation though. Yeah, and I made it two months ago. So I can just walk in like, yo, I'm in the no. house. No, no, no you can't. You got to make a reservation. Oh, hence what she I literally said. just said. You have to I make like, a reservation. No, I said. said I could use my ID. Well, that's I how you get you in. Can. Walk in. You, right, but you still have to it. make the reservation. Yeah. In the house. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And by the way, reservations at Disneyland and California Adventure are tight right now in the summertime. DCA, mm-hmm. as uh, Laura was texting us. DCA. Yeah. yeah. Very challenging at the moment. It's a good acronym. You could go to like you can go to like the Swampland in Florida and get in there fairly easy at this time of year. Oh, it's harder to get in there. No, not right now. Oh, not right now. I looked it up. I went because I tried to go to Disneyland with the kids and it, I couldn't get anything. And I just for bleeps and giggles, I looked at the Florida um, uh, parks and yeah, there's tons of space. Well, it is a lot bigger. DCA. There. Yeah. Think about it. DCA. Yeah. What's next at Disneyland? Um, Disney California Adventure. Yeah. Is yeah. that what that stands for? DCA. Yes. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> The more DCA. you know, Cap, yeah. the more yeah. you know. Right. Yeah. Coming up next, Cappy. Talk to me. There's a lot of stuff going on in baseball right now. Mm-hmm. Some of it not so good for the Southern California teams. Mm-hmm. We'll tell you what that's all about in a second. Stick around. We're back in two minutes. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? <laughs> Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a one dollar per month trial period at Shopify.com/network. All lowercase. Go to Shopify.com/network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify.com/network. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code FIRSTTAKE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. 
And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more, more than, than ever. ever. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to gamble responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. This U.S. promotional offer not available in D.C., Mississippi, North Carolina, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 for New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. For Massachusetts, 1-800-327-5050. For Iowa, 1-800-BETS-OFF. For Puerto Rico, 1-800-981-0023. For West Virginia, visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. First bet offer for new customers only. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. In partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Look at that. 4.30 in the Southland. Shit out of and cap on a Wednesday after the 4th of July. Yesterday, July 4th, 1964, the number one hit, the Beach Boys. I get around. And I saw them Sunday night at the Hollywood yeah, Bowl. you did. Amazing show. John Stamos was incredible with them. Do you have a favorite Beach Boys song? God Only Knows. God Only Knows what song is your favorite no, song? No, that's the song. Oh, that's the name of the song. God, gotcha. I'm going to throw something at you. Gotcha. Okay. Um, I love the song about your high school. Be, uh, be uh, true to your school. school. Yeah. Be true to your school. Now is such like a '60s yeah. Americana. Like black and white is turning into color on TV. You know, and there's all those Southern California beat shows going on. Absolutely. Be See, true to your. I'm school. more of a Kokomo guy. Like, Kokomo? Give me, oh, that's new school. When that's Kokomo school. went on, yeah. yeah. When you heard the beginning of Kokomo, yeah. it was already dark at the Hollywood Bowl. I've never seen so many rich white people get up and dance. <laughs> I mean, the Hollywood Bowl shook when yeah. Kokomo started. And John Stamos on the drums. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's like... Uh, he doesn't age, John Stamos. Oh, he's, he's a good beautiful looking. man. He's a good and, looking he did, and he sang a song in like a tribute to... Yeah. Uh, who's the dad on Full House? Oh, um, Dan Tanner. Dan, um, um, no, Bob Saget. Yeah, Bob he did Saget. a tribute to Bob Saget. Oh, it was that's really nice. cool. That's cool. Yeah. What a dork that he went on stage with them. Who? What do you mean? He performed. John Stamos. He was on the He's, recording. I know. Kokomo. I know. I, just, I, I know that, but like, I just think. You know. Why, Why is he, he a dork? dork? I don't know. It's, it's just. It's He's cute. one of I the mean, greatest like, bands I of mean, America it's like history. Cute, dorky. That's what I mean. Oh, you don't mean like as in like no. he shouldn't be up there because he's a no. jerk. Okay. You know, no, I was, no, wait- no, 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 I was no. waiting no. for Lindsay to say something negative about the Beach Boys. Yeah. No, I like the she Beach Boys. She doesn't even know who they are. So she's. I mean, if they were the, ever heard of them. If they were the Lake Boys, you know what I mean? She'd be all in on them, basically. <laughs> I like the Beach Boys. I listened to them a lot. I was going to say I like the song in uh, Vanilla Sky the best. Well, that's God only knows. No, it's not. It's Good Vibrations. Oh yeah. Okay. That one too. Yeah. Be true to your school. Here you go, Cappy. Do you realize when a young George Sedano washed up on the shore of Miami, they put the Beach Boys on for him so he would understand America? More really? like Casey and the Sunshine Band, I feel like, uh, back then. Uh, my yeah. yeah, come on. Do do, do, do. Just like you are to your girl Get down guy. Come on, you know what was going on when now. Casey and the Sunshine Band was playing at most oh, oh, yeah. your colors fly. clubs back then? Oh, yeah. Yeah. And decanting a bottle yeah. under the stars. Oh, yeah. The ball was beautiful. Oh, yeah. it sounds great. Yeah, yeah. it's great. Um. Mm. Cappy, oh. you know what sounds great too? Tell me. Shohei Otani in a Dodger uniform. You Does willing, that sound great? You willing to do it am right I, now? What do you mean am I willing to do you it? Are you. If you were Andrew Friedman, would yeah. you do it right now? Would I make a trade for Otani? Without knowing for sure that he's re-signing. Um, do, Solves you, a big part of your problems. You're going to give me any scenario like that I can make a decision based on? Like, like who I have you to give up? You got to give up your best young talent. That's what you're going to have to give up. Yeah, but how much of it? I mean, probably at least three to four, maybe even five of your top guys, young guys. But I don't know that Otani's going to give me a long-term commitment. Clearly, you're not trading Freeman and Mookie and those no, guys. No, no, but no. But I mean, you're trading your, your like best young pitchers. Young prospects. All, but you got all these young starting pitchers. Yeah. So you got these young kids who are in the early stages and, and, of their guys like Outman and whatever, Bush or whoever. Right. Those guys, too, perhaps. Will Smith? No. You're keeping your core three. Now, you see, if I'm the Angels... I'm going after Will Smith. You, right, but I, I, think, I know you're not getting Mookie, and I know you're not getting Freddie. Yeah, but I don't think most people are going to give up an actual major league talent. I think that if you're giving away Otani, you need to replenish that farm system to get yourself guys that can be your future. Just giving you an example of a guy who I would want if I were the Angels. you know. And so would I do it if I were the Dodgers? I mean, you, you're going to have to give up a lot, and you're not going to have... Otani guaranteed for a long time. You you may be in the pole position though because you've had him in right. your clubhouse. Right. Um, and you're right. It does solve problems. Now look, Otani left the game yesterday after for the first time in his career giving up back to back home runs. He left the game because of a blister. Yeah. He's not going to pitch in the All Star game. 
Fine. No problem. Yeah. He's still going to hit. Yeah. Trout's out for a month. Trout, listen, I appreciate the numbers that tell me how great Mike Trout is, but can I just be honest about this whole thing? Uh-oh. Here we go. For a guy who's been an all-star 11 times, mm-hmm. I feel like I've missed all of his career. Well, you're just not paying attention to their team. Well, that, and they don't make it to the postseason. Right, they haven't been there since 2014. So, what I'm saying is, yeah. when I saw Trout get hurt this weekend, yeah. I was like, what'd he do? Like, twist his wrist or something? How did he break a bone in his hand swinging? I mean, look, he's been injury prone, I would say. Gosh, um, if you really look at it, one. T- I mean, his last... I mean, 2017 is where it really began. And then, you know, he, he's he's played, couple, you know, he had a couple years after that where he played the majority of the season, an, o- an overwhelming majority. But really since 2020, now granted that was actually the COVID year or so, but he still only played a few games there. But it's been bad uh, for the most part after 2020, but it really started in 2017 for him. Uh, when is somebody going to start calling him like street closed trout? I mean, like he got hurt swinging. You know how we're all waiting for Anthony Davis to get hurt every time he does something like, I don't know, jump and land. How come nobody ever calls out Trout? Because he got hurt this weekend and is now gone for like four to six weeks by swinging a bat. That's part of what you do as a ball player. He wasn't sliding into third base head first and he got his hand jammed. Mm-hmm. Just swinging. It happens, bro. You're brittle at this point if you're him. He's you know, he's had a lot of injuries. But the thing about it is, George, what what like why I'm frustrated by it all mm-hmm. is because there was a story brewing. The story was you have Otani, you have Trout, you have the, the best players in the world on one team. Right. And everybody's waiting to see what the Angels are gonna do. Are yeah. they gonna be forced into trading him because they're not yeah. good? Yeah. But all of a sudden, they're pretty good. They're yeah. above 500. Right. There's a story brewing. Yeah. And in one weekend, in two games, right. their number one guy, Trout, yeah. and their number one guy, right. Otani, and both They've out. lost seven out of their last 10. So yeah. they're trending in the wrong direction. Correct. And now they're dealing with injuries. So it's, and look, they're playing your gutty little Padres. We're actually going to be off early because we're airing that game. And um, Padres baseball. Oh, wait. Padres baseball. Tonight no, on seven ten, Angels baseball. Angels baseball tonight from Petco Park in San Diego. Yeah, can the gutty little Padres sweep the halos? After they got rid of in DFA Nelson Cruz. Yeah, forty three year old Nelson Cruz. Yeah, I think they just signed him to be a babysitter to Tatis, and now oh, Tatis that worked out real good. Well, it did because Tatis is on his best behavior. Well, this year, his, yeah, the, you know, he got signed yeah. this year. He's so. been on his best behavior, and the guy's playing playing great ball. I mean, that's part of it, you know. But he can't. He's he's old now. Well, yeah, and he doesn't really add much value, right? But, but you're gutty little Padres boy. Yeah, it was. Uh, I mean, I didn't go to any of those games, but you know, they were all packed, and you know, playoff esque atmosphere, mm-hmm. and the buzz last night when Otani took the mound, yeah, and those gutty little Padres, as you call them. Had their hometown kid, Joe Musgrove. Yeah, him and his uh, his red ears. Yep, he, yeah. he and he mowed down the Angels. Yeah, for seven innings, had eleven strikeouts, and yeah. then the bullpen tried to give it back to him, but the Angels didn't have enough to come back. So answer my question. What's up? If you're Andrew Friedman, are you trading for Otani? If I told you it's just the young guys, but you got to give them the best five you got, and you're no guarantee, but you're in the pole position because you got him in your clubhouse. I make that move. Ooh, it's the whole mortgage to the future. I don't for, make that move. For the present. I make I the move. I well, here's the thing. I, Here, listen, he stri- look, if he does it, mm-hmm. he has strategically only rolled the dice, if you really think about it, twice now, okay? He's done it for Mookie, and he's done it for Freeman. On strategically, because he didn't do it for Manny Machado. He didn't do it for a number of guys here and there over time. Those two guys. I think this is the time to strike if you're him. The only thing is, it's, it is a risk-reward thing. The risk is that he doesn't sign with the Dodgers, mm-hmm. and you've given away your top five. Listen. They ain't good at replenishing this thing. Okay, look. I think you um, only sign him if you're going to guarantee that he stays. Well, I mean, I, I, well, maybe you'd, you know, you'd have to do some tampering, I'm yeah, sure. But you're yeah. also you're also like kind of guessing that it would take five prospects. Well, I'm just saying that just, just, right. just to, make, I, to make it hard on you. Well, I, but I think it, it is harder if, by chance, the Angels were set on... We want a major league star caliber right. player. And, right, you'd ha- you'd mean Will Smith, but That's he's right. he's ar- he's arguably the best catcher in baseball. 
He is. And there's, um, I mean, well, there, it's either him, uh, the the guy in in, uh, in Atlanta or Rushman in Baltimore. Well, that's but why in the National arguable. League. That's know. why it's arguable. Yeah. But again, I'm, I'm trying to decide, do I think Otani makes us a World Series team? Yes. I would like to think so also. I mean, you know, last week you're painting this picture of look how bad things are. And then, you know, Dustin May winds up going on. You know, he's gone for the year. Yeah. By the way, listen, Dustin May. Really, really liked that young man. Yeah. Really kind of had high hopes for that guy because he was a character. Mm-hmm. You know, I love the big red hair, that carrot top coming out of the back. I love that. Yeah. Unfortunately, sadly, bro, this career's over. I and, mean, the career is yeah, over? Yeah, it's over. I mean, for? But listen. I mean, geez. Well, look, but it's not It's not like me being like mean-spirited. No, I'm like, just saying. If like, I were you, a baseball. If I, Dr. Kaplan all but, of a sudden? But, well, if I were a baseball executive and I were looking at his injury history, I'd be like, what are we ever going to get from this guy? Yeah, career is probably over. Now, 25 years old. I know. As a dad and as a fan, somebody who like enjoys watching these young kids coming up, I feel horrible for the kid. Can't stay healthy. Blown out his arm tw- two years in a row now. Mm-hmm. And I wish him all the best. Maybe they brought him back too early. Perhaps. Or perhaps he rushed himself back too Maybe. early. Maybe. Either one. D- regardless, the, the cir- circumstances are what they are. If Otani, if the if the Dodgers believe that Otani can help them win a World Series this year, I'm compelled to make a trade. If I'm thinking to myself, Kershaw's hurt and you know we don't have all of our starting pitching that we expected to have... And, and, you know, Bueller's not going to be back until next year, and we may not have Orioles. If I believe I can win this year, I'm inclined to want to go for it. Then let's go for it! You want to hear a crazy stat about the Angels? Sure. Since the top of the eighth inning on Monday, the Angels have seen 44% of their 40-man payroll leave the game with injuries. Right, because you had, oh, first it was Trout, then it, and before that, I think it was before Otani, it was Rendon, or maybe it was after. But Rendon hits a ball that hits off the plate, bounces up, and hits him in the knee. Literally, and by the way, no one even talks about Rendon. They talk about Trout and Otani. Yeah. Three guys making, what's the percentage? 44%. Yeah, it's wild. Cap, you are breaking this game. Like, you say you don't watch the Padres games. I watched them this weekend because I was so <laughs> excited to see Trout and Otani. I, I saw you even tweet about it. Yeah, I was really excited to see these I mean, guys. I mean, I'm excited every because, time I because you, see them. But you never see them play in that ballpark. Now, you're getting you red. Know? The veins are popping out. Are you on the TRT? No, not the TRT. Yeah. What's That's the TRT? TR- what, what is TRT? The uh, testosterone replacement what, therapy. But what is TRT? Oh, really? I've never heard it called that before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. What do you mean, like the TRT? That's what it is. Testosterone. Re- replacement therapy. I didn't really think of it as replacement. I thought about it as additive. No, because you're, you're, you're old enough where it's got to be right. replaced. Your T goes down. Right, so you, you replace it. Kind of get it back up like Frank Thomas, you right. know, walking down the street yeah. looking all buffed. Yeah. You know? So I'm just asking because the veins are popping. Well, I'm, I'm excited about this okay. whole Otani right. thing. You know what I'm excited Tell about? Tell me. Is Tequila Mandala. By the way, coming up next, uh, we're also going to get into, there's a story Lindsay found about LeBron and management mm-hmm. and this involvement or lack of involvement with the roster makeover um, during this offseason. Plus, our guy Mark Spears is going to stop by mm-hmm. at 5 o'clock. So we'll talk to him about some NBA stuff. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. It is Sedano and Cap, your Wednesday afternoon, 13 in front of 5. 
13 in front of five. Are we on the wheel today? No, 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 no. I like to go on the wheel when it's I can. It's like KNX all of a sudden. It was on KNX. We don't have to deal with four minutes of copy and then traffic and weather together. And then we're moving on. Yesterday, July 4th in 2000, Dr. J, Dr. Dre, to be exact, released this song. Not Dr. J? The Rex episode as the third <laughs> single from his second studio album. Yep. Uh. Come on, Cappy, do the uh. Man, you really are red. Yeah? Yeah, you're red. Did you get sun? Oh, dude, yesterday, I went to the beach to just to see what was going on. Like, I rode yeah, my e-bike. Just to e-bike. see what's going on. <laughs> Let me yeah, tell you what exactly. was going on. Let me tell People you what was going on. People at the beach. No, listen. I went to the beach yesterday, took my e-bike, mm-hmm. rode down to the beach. Packed. Beach is packed. You know, people have set up the tents and so everything. So the beach was packed at the 4th of July. Oh, shocker. Not, not a shocker. Yeah. Any other breaking news? But what happened was <laughs> there was a little volleyball <laughs> tournament going oh. on. Oh, did you try to play? No. Oh. This was a very organized volleyball event, you know, that was, you know, highly regulated, you know, and referees and the whole thing. Dude, girls around volleyball events. I'm this close to getting into volleyball. You see? Just because of the girls? I've gotten into pickleball. Hold on, wait. Breaking news. Cappy wants to see girls in bikinis. Yeah, pickleball. It's it's National Bikini Day. I, right. There you have it. I want to celebrate. Pickleball is a bunch of ladies like, like I don't like me. You know huh? what I mean? Yeah, mm-hmm. but volleyball, you're saying they're in shape. But are you saying that there aren't? Attractive people playing pickleball? That's not what I'm saying. That's I'm saying there are more ten per times capita. more per capita. The people at the volleyball, they're more attractive. Well, they, they got to be in shape. But people yeah. aren't playing pickleball in bikinis. I understand. And the people in bikinis at these so volleyball events. So you saying that a woman that plays in in pickleball wouldn't be attractive in a bikini? Not as attractive as these volleyball girls. That's what I'm saying. Yes. Mm, I played volleyball. I was not in a bikini, nor do I consider myself very attractive. So, well, I want you to debunk your method. No, I want on, you to you're come not even wearing me. makeup today. You posted about that I on the did, gram. I'm not yeah. wearing makeup. Your girl did not wash day. her hair today. Yeah. No. Oh, did you wash your hair or no? Uh, yesterday. It's okay, day it's two hair. Okay, but you know, okay, there is yeah. dry shampoo in there. We're not. Okay. There you go. Dry shampoo works. All I'm saying is the bikinis. For girls around the the subculture that is volleyball, yeah. yes, they're tiny, tiny bathing suits, yeah. and they're amazing tuchuses. Okay, great. Wow. Now, that's, do you that's good, Kathy. now that's do great. you think that? Uh, how, how do you feel about women who play poker? Um, I don't, no strong opinions. Okay, because the know? combat poker tournament is back at Commerce Casino on oh. Saturday, July twenty second. Oh. Get your chance to qualify for ten grand at nice. the Commerce Casino. Entry nice. is free. Visit ESPNLA.com and. Click the Combat Poker graphic for more information. The Commerce Casino and Hotel, where the game reigns. Did you find that copy easier to read? We're working on that. The copy. Yeah, it was fine. Nice job. Good grammar, was, good English. Um, Commerce Casino, shout out, man. The Mandy's this year were amazing. Yeah. You know, I drove by today, and I just I give my, my, my shout out as I drive on by. Commerce yeah. Casino, my yeah. man. My man. Yeah. Uh, speaking of someone you've wanted to be your man, mm-hmm. you've said you've had a lot in common with him mm-hmm. as Hall of Famers. One future, one current, mm-hmm. uh, is LeBron James. That's right. So Mark Medina has a story today. We've talked a lot about the lack of involvement or involvement of LeBron James with mm-hmm. the front office. So, Linz, what is uh, the, I guess, the the summary of Medina's story? Well, I'll just read like the two quotes that stood out to me. He okay. Said, as far as having specific conversations with the front office, he's been largely hands off. I think the reason for that is all parties involved learn the consequences of getting Russell Westbrook. Uh, basically, you know, LeBron had supposedly advocating for him, so on and so on. He said, I think when you look at the political dynamics with this, clearly LeBron doesn't want to be giving any perception that his hands are on the roster. And then if anything's don't work out, that it's his fault, the front office has the job description of constructing the roster. Um, yeah. So basically, it's funny because you asked me this question the other day and you think you asked me, do I think LeBron is good with the roster? And I'm like, he's good as long as they win. Right. If they if they don't play well, then he's going to be like, okay, this was on you guys. That's right. That's exactly right. LeBron has acknowledged by staying out of the front office, this free agency. LeBron has acknowledged that the whole Russell Westbrook thing. Well, I don't think now you're taking it a step. Why is he acknowledging that the whole Russell Westbrook thing was him? Not acknowledging that it was all him. He's acknowledging that it was a huge mistake. Oh, well, I think everyone saw that last offseason when they didn't move him and people were not thrilled with right, it. Right, right. But it was LeBron's mistake. Uh, do you know it was just LeBron's mistake? I would say that I'm feeling 
98% sure. I mean, 98 is yeah. pretty strong. I want to give 2%, George, yeah. just for the possibility that I'm wrong. <laughs> yeah. And I want to analyze from his perspective. Okay, like, so who do you think makes that deal? Who do I think made the deal? Yeah, you think LeBron picked up the phone and called the Wizards about uh, Russell Westbrook? No, LeBron told Rob Palenka, call and make this trade. Right, but isn't part of Rob Palenka's job, not to belabor this a million times yeah. over, but isn't that part of your job to be like, no, LeBron, that's not a good idea? Yes. You're, the answer is yes. That is part of his job. Right. But hold on. Now, Rob has since made up for that after the trade this right. past deadline and and re-signing those guys and, I thought, getting good value on some guys because, this offseason. Because back then— And he deserves the credit. But here's the deal. Mm -hmm. Back then, LeBron had the leverage to say to Rob, do what I'm asking you to do, and Rob was in a position to say, okay, LeBron, See, but now— that's, he's never worked that okay, way. But, but that's he, a way too direct for the way things have worked in the past with him. But let's fast forward a little bit. Right. But again, I'm saying like you're saying things— Yeah. And then what happens is people, because you're doing cappy theater. Okay, let me let me preface everything I'm going to yeah. say with this. You're going to love this. Okay, what I'm about to tell you, yeah. is reckless speculation. Oh, there we go. <laughs> there we go. There we go. Did I you guys hear that? How yes. good did that feel? That felt great. I see. That felt. Don't aggregate you. Everything I'm about did you to tell, tell you. Tell people don't act. Please don't aggregate me. I don't need that Thank in my you. life. There okay, I don't need that. I need this disclaimer. Don't I mean, you don't want BSM to write another right. story about at sports media. You know? I don't need that kind of surus in my life. You yeah. feel me? All right, go ahead quickly. All right, look. Everything I'm about to say is reckless speculation. Thank you. LeBron forced Russell Westbrook on <laughs> Rob Palenka. Rob Palenka didn't have the leverage at the time. Yeah. LeBron did. The LeBron decision to bring in Russ was a monster failure, therefore giving the leverage back to Rob and Jeannie to say, stay out of the front office. Then the trades that Rob made this year and the success that the Lakers had as a result gave LeBron the confidence to stay to stand down from the front office, and it gave Rob Palenka the cred to go make the moves that he made. So I, I believe you're partially right. Well, it was reckless speculation. Right. No, I know. Uh, I believe you're partially right. I, I believe you're a little heavy-handed on the front end. <laughs> Y'all not feeling that, huh? I felt it, Perk. And a little too loosey-goosey on the back end. Okay. Okay, in the sense of like, I, I think it's more like, hey, listen, I'm going to let you guys, I, I don't want to hear that it's me. I'm just going to let you do your thing, and we'll deal with the consequences when the consequences come. So I think it's more that. Uh, I also think, again, as I've always stated, and again, this, Rob did a great job recently. There's no doubt. But I don't think anyone put a gun to anyone's head to make the, the Westbrook deal. Oh, there was a gun to his head for sure. But I agree with you that... So you think there was a literal gun to his head? Um, a basketball gun. Right. You know what yeah. I mean? Not like, you know... <laughs> um, but I, I do agree that, that the moves that he made last year yeah. led LeBron to say, I have to be hands-off because he actually did a good job. I need to let him do his thing. But I also agree. But I think it's also culpability. That, well, that's what I agree yeah. with, is that LeBron can now say, if things don't work out, psh, I had a lot of opinions. LeBron could be Aaron Rodgers. I had a lot. I wanted a seat at the table. They wouldn't give it to me. Yeah. And this is the result. Um, so, look, you can have a seat at the table, and then it doesn't matter because sometimes teams are going to do whatever they want to do, and that's the case with Damian Lillard, where it seems like he felt like he must have had – this and again this is me now recklessly speculating nice doesn't that feel good yeah i mean i do it all the time i know but I now just, that I've, I, I've always gotten, prefaced it but i've never used this emotion so he he probably felt like hey i've been here for 11 years 12 years whatever it's been you know and two years ago i this surfaced recently where he said if i do leave because this is when he started that dance mm -hmm. right you know, I'm going to go to, I want to go to a place I can, uh, of my choosing where I can win right away. If not, I'll sit out. Mm -hmm. Now, he said that two years ago. Yeah. And now we're seeing that manifest itself at the moment. And my guess is he's like, I've been trying to tell you guys, I'm not going to let you guys dictate what I do. And I feel like I've earned that right. Now, I know people could say, oh, they've paid him $400 million over the years, this, that, and the other. Sure. I get that, but it's not like he hasn't earned those $400 million while he's been playing for them. He's literally kept that franchise afloat where at every turn they've made the wrong move for many, many years. And that's not a new tale in the NBA. Hell, Cleveland, no offense, Lindsay, did that with LeBron the first time for the most part, okay? We saw the Pelicans do it with Anthony Davis recently, okay? So I just feel like this notion that people don't believe that he's going to sit out 
Well, there's a phrase that I'd like to tell you that the kids use, Cappy. Tell which me. Is, oh, is there something cool and new that I use? Yeah. I can incorporate? F around and find out. Oh, really? Yeah. Kids F, say that? F around and find out. Kids say that today. They do. Th- that's new. I mean, not new, new, but newish. Mm, I don't know. About F that. around and find out. So, right. I, I, look, I do think he's going to make a mess because this notion that Boston is going to swoop in here all of a sudden, they're not going to trade Jalen Brown. So, remember Boston was also the team that Anthony Davis was going to go to, and then Anthony Davis's dad said, nah, he's not going to Boston. Chris Haynes is the closest reporter to Damian Lillard. Everybody knows that. He, is, he went on Dan Patrick's show the other day and said, he ain't going to Boston, man. He ain't going there. What is he, a spokesperson? They're Practically. Very close. He, I remember when I used we to- We don't have to get into all that no, detail. No, I was just oh, going to say, yeah. he's like flown on his private jet with them and stuff. Like, they're buds. We don't have to get into why and how, but- we can ask Mark Spears about this. Okay. Who's doing the reporting as well for ESPN, along with our all, all our reporters. And I'd love to get Mark's take on the Lakers offseason and if this Clippers-Harden thing has any legs. So let's get to all that with our guy Spears. We're done at 5.30 today. Do you see my eyes in my head right now? Yeah, like everything is moving. Because I've got a lot yeah. of things on. This Damian Lillard thing. Let, let's you ask, just threw a lot at me. I did. Let's throw a lot. F around and find out. Okay? All right. Mark Spears next.